0: Log Talk Radio. You are now listening to it.
1: my life, I had to fight, nigga. Off my life, ah. Hard times like, yeah. Bad trips like, yeah.
2: Nazareth, I'm fucked up, homie. You fucked up, but if God got us, then we gon' be alright. All right, all right. Nigga, we gon' be alright. Nigga, we gon' be alright. We gon' be alright. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright. Nigga, we gon' be alright. Huh? We gon' be alright. Nigga, we gon' be alright. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We
1: Right. Uh, and when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut But I'ma stop me looking at you from the face down make Mac 11 needs to room with the face down And let me tell you about my life Painkillers only put me in a twilight Where pretty pussy and Benjamin is the highlight and I tell my mama I love her, but this what I like, Lord knows Twenty of them in my Chevy, tell them all to come and get me Reaping everything I sow, so my karma come in heaven No preliminary hearing, so my record I'm a motherfucking gangsta in silence for the record uh. Tell the world I know it's too late I think I'm Trying to sign my face, all day will please believe when I say When you know, we've been hurt, been down before Nigga, when our pride was low Looking at the world like, where do we go? Nigga, and we hate Po-Po when the kill us dead in the street for sure Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door
2: My knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gon' be alright right, nigga, right. right. nigga, we gonna be alright Nigga, we gonna be alright be alright all right do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright, nigga. We gon' be alright, huh? We gon' be alright, nigga. We gon' be alright. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright. What you want? You a house? You a car?
1: the acres and the mule, a piano with guitar. Anything? See, my name is Lucy. Motherfucker, you can live at the mall I can see the evil, I can tell it I know it's illegal, I don't think about it I deposit every other zero Thinking of my partner, put the candy Painting on Rico. digging in my pocket In a profit, picking up the piece You every day, my logic, get another dollar Just to keep you in the presence of your Kiko, Ah! I don't talk about it, be about it. Every day that's equal. If I got it, then you know you got it. Have it, I can reach you. Pet up, pet up, pet up, but up, that's all. It's back and chat, I shut the back for y'all. I rap I black on tracks, so arrest the show. My rights, my wrongs, I right till I'm right with God. When you know, we've been hurt, been down before. Nigga, when our pride was low, looking at the world like, where do we go? Nigga, and we hate want When the us dead in the street for sure. Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door My
2: knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gon' be alright all right. Nigga, we, we gon' be alright right. Nigga, we gon' be alright all right. We gon' be alright Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright Nigga, we gon' be alright
3: All right, y'all, what's going on? It's your favorite candy lady, Miss Eye Candy, and tonight we're doing something a little bit different. So everyone knows that I am from Cincinnati, Ohio, and there is just a lot going on in our city right now, and it's become national news, and I figured, who better to discuss it than us? 'Cause our headquarters are Cincinnati and then, you know, our team is all over, but most of our team is at least from Cincinnati. So I gathered several of my I candy babies. I got Brother Insight from the Insightful Hour with me, Miss Mocha Sagasa Beaver and Mrs. Reese, who if you guys came to the Candy Girls Rock event, she was our keynote speaker. So we're gonna have a very grown up conversation about everything that's going on. We're not going to talk to y'all forever and talk ahead to office. It's a school night. Y'all got to work in the morning. We get that. But I've been seeing a lot of different reactions, and I know some police officers that are friends of mine. I wanted to give them, you know, a chance to just discuss it. So let me let my co-host through first, and then let's just get it popping. Miss Mocha. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, hey, Brother Inside. Are you with me?
4: Peace. What's good?
3: Hey, hey, and then we got Miss Reese. Good evening, everyone. How are you? All right. What's going on, y'all? Hopefully, you know, I did kind of throw this on everybody last minute. So I thank you all, first of all, for making the time to make this happen. I know we all got lives. We all work. We got kids. You know, we got stuff to do. So thank you guys for, you know, coming and helping me out anyway. And uh miss mocha, yes, my gossip diva since you are the one with the news, why don't you break down to everyone um what's going on in mm-hmm. Cincinnati? Did you see the video first of all before I even <laughs> bring yeah. it did you get the video yeah, okay.
5: yes okay. i i actually i saw I saw a video, but before I saw the video, um I attend a a um Uh, a uh, tasting, a cigar tasting on Tuesdays and like some people of high stature attend these tastings and I bumped into like one of the mayor's right hand man last night and he kind of gave me like an overview of what was on the video and he was saying that you know he was hoping that Dieter took it to the grand jury correctly and that he was like because he was afraid that would tear up the city and and, um, from what he told me that was on the video pretty much i I saw with my own eyes and um so what's going on here in cincinnati is we have a uh 40 something year old man who was pulled over by a police officer and the end result was the police officer shooting him an unarmed african-american man a man period an unarmed man like an animal, and shot him in the head and killed him. Okay. Well, the big kicker here is, first of all, the the reason he pulled him over was, I don't know if that's legal, but I think I got pulled over before for that, for not having your license plate on the front of your car. But then some cars, like my car at the time, it didn't have the holes in the front where you put the license plate. So pretty much I had to get them drilled in, which is, like, unfair to me. But anyway. He said he pulled him over because he didn't have a front license plate. But the big kabang is he was a campus police officer. He was a police officer for our university. We um, have a University of Cincinnati, and he was the uh, campus police. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but me, Ms. Reese, and Brother Insight all attended the same college. And I don't know about y'all, but... We used to, like, clown our campus police. I never really even thought of our campus police as being real police officers. And, I mean, not to say it's right, but I could kind of see why the authority part may have been questioned just my, from my own experience with campus police officers. But what I'm hearing is that UC's police officers are supposed to be legitimate police officers, and I don't know what legitimate means. I'm using that word very loosely right now. Um, They're supposed to be, and they have jurisdiction outside of their campus. Um, My thoughts are that after this incident, because they don't seem, I haven't seen anybody from the university police officers, like his captain or anybody on the force come out and speak up and speak out toward, you know, to support him or whatever. So my guess is that after this, they won't have any authority in this realms of Cincinnati because I brought up the point that I may have not have been feeling safe to like get pulled over somewhere that wasn't on a campus or really close to the campus, close enough to me. It wasn't close enough. I would probably call nine one one myself. I may have handled the situation differently, but I can't say that I would have been cooperating with this dude. I'm a university police officer. You really don't have no reason to pull me over. You can't. You're not gonna take his information. So here, oh, I was leaving out some points too. He tried to give him his information, and because he said he didn't have his driver's license on him, which I've seen people do before, give your social security number, they run it through, because I do believe your picture comes up, I don't know, but anyway, he tried to do that, he didn't he did want that he went to open the door to his car, and then when he did that, that's where the the confrontation started, so that's what I've got gathered from it I believe that he cold-blooded murdered the man that's what i seen with my own eyes, I, I mean to justify that You never know. They put spins on everything, but it like, I guess they try to pacify us back the indictment, but see what happens is if a conviction comes out of
3: it. They did indict him. Um, the funny thing, and brother insight, I want to come to you next because I want to hear, you know, your take on it. But the funny thing that I, I saw with this whole story unfolding was when the police report came out, you know, he was saying that, you know, Sam dragged him in the car. He was drunk. And then, like two police officers that backed them up like yes yeah, that's what I'm yeah
5: yes. yes, and that ain't bring that, up. they would so I don't think that they're bringing it up right now but I do believe after they get oh do I do believe those officers they're going to be dealt with probably not as harshly but probably as like falsifying sign of a police report because that was a lie and you could see clearly on the video that he did not get dragged at least a bit and then at the end of the video after he shot him he was like i thought he was gonna run me over i couldn't believe he said that he didn't like a oh man like feel any remorse of shooting that man in his head he's like we got a uh, head wound victim we need a bus so you know what i'm saying i guess like an ambulance or whatever he didn't sh- i didn't hear any remorse in his voice i didn't i didn't see him like feeling sorry that he took this man life knowing that he had no reason to so did you see any remorse to so you? I mean, any of you see anything to say, I, I felt bad about it? I, You know, this wasn't, I don't know. I guess he felt vindicated and he felt like he did it because he felt he was going to run him over. How you do that from the side of a car,
3: I don't know. All right, Brother Insight, I'm coming to you. Come on now. What what do you take from this whole Sam DuVaux and Ray tensing uh, situation? Tensing situation?
4: First off, peace and blessings, everybody. Thanks for contacting me to be a part of the show. Even though it was last minute, it don't matter. We still need to have these type of conversations. And if you're really about your people, then you make time for these type of conversations. First off, let me say this. In the immortal words of Dr. John Henry Clark, one of our greatest scholars, you know what I mean? Great, great brother, wrote great books. We all need to look him up, if y'all never heard of him. He always had a saying, I'm surprised that you surprised And I'm not surprised anymore. I don't even look at these videos no more. I've become desensitized and just straight-up numb to it because I'm tired of it. Like, it's it's just getting old. If black America has not gotten the clear message, it's open season on y'all, then I don't know what else has to happen. You know, we kill each other, which is one thing. They kill our men, which is one thing, or another thing. And now they're killing our women. You see what happened to the sister, you know, and down in Texas and another and sister. So it's 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 open season on our people right now. We have to be very aware of what's taking place in this country that they call America. And I always tell people when you want to look at a problem, you always have to go to the root of the problem. You look at colleges. It's funny this this is God was a uh a campus police officer. and Monica's right, the police officers on college campuses are always like the the, the butt of the joke. Like they have no real authority. All they can do is tell you to stop partying too loud or go to your room or your dorm or whatever. They really have no power. But I, I, this made me think about fraternities. You look at sororities and fraternities, the alphas, the Qs, the iotas, the deltas. That's what the police department is. The, the police officer is a fraternity, the fraternal order of police. And what they do is they protect and serve their property. The police department within this country was started because of slavery. When you had runaway slaves like Harriet Tubman and the thousands of people that she was leading to freedom, the police department was created to kidnap, well, not kidnap, but to recapture those slaves and take them back to their slave owners. So their job was always to protect and serve the, the slave owners, okay? So we have to realize that. And what they were protecting was their property. The people that was picking cotton and you know what I'm saying and, and doing the work in the field to help make this country the richest country in the world. So that's how that's the origins of the police. And a good friend, I won't say he's a good friend. I met him a couple times when I lived down south. Y'all know the rapper David Batter. Me and him had conversations down south all the time, and he always says this. If you see any of his interviews, he says in his eyes all police are bad. And I know somebody will get upset when, when he when he says that and the fact that I agree with it. But this is why I agree with that statement because. If I Candy is, a, is my partner and me and her police officers and we ride the beat every day and I see how she extorts money, you know what I'm saying, from people, she, she takes bribes, she do all kind of foolishness on, out on the beat, right? And I turn a blind eye to it. But yet I consider myself a good cop. Dr. King said it best. You know what I'm saying? Silence is worse than violence. So all of these good cops that say they're good cops and they turn a bad eye to what these bad cops are doing, you're just as guilty. So if you see that these cops are out here doing these types of things that are not only, you know what I'm saying, changing people's lives drastically, but killing people and and just doing all types of foolishness, then in my opinion, you are just as bad. So it's no such thing. It's no such thing as good cops, in my opinion, because too many so-called good cops stand by and watch this continuously happen over and over. And Monica says something, I have to address it about, you know, about the, the man's life, you know what I'm saying it, it, uh, him being killed, it never happens to nobody but us you ain't, you ain't never heard pull it up on Google, somebody on the line right now pull it up and see have you ever seen a police officer accidentally shoot a white person? Please pull it up. Have you ever seen a police accidentally shoot a Jewish person? please pull it up Chinese so on and so forth it's, it's not there it's not there. you know this, you know why it's not act. there because they have, they have people in, they have people in place that will check these people if that happens to their people. We don't have that. So mm-hmm. we are always the victim in these situations because we don't have our things in order to, 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 to put our foot down and to prevent these things from continuously happening. That's why they continue to happen to us. It don't happen to somebody else. You will never hear a black cop accidentally shooting a white kid in, in Fairfield or Westchester, and I'm talking about those places because that's a suburb of Cincinnati. You're never going to hear that happen. You know what I'm saying? Officer Roach, who killed the brother back in the early 2000s when the uh, Cincinnati riots jumped off back then, he's a cop right now in Evendale. He was the cop of the year, two years ago, in Evendale, giving out the most speed tickets and all kinds of stuff. So you never see these types of things when it comes to our people, man. But we have to say enough is enough, and we have to organize. So for all of my brothers out there, I'm charging y'all, man. I need to see y'all in D.C. on 10, 10 15 with Minister Louis Farrakhan. No matter if you're a Christian, a Muslim, hell, if you're an atheist, I don't care. If you're a black man, and you have some testicular fortitude, I need to see you there. We have to unite together, and we have to say, or else, man. It's justice or else. And we'll talk about what that or else is off of the radio when we in the, the friendly confines of our homes and in the friendly confines of meeting places where we can talk about that. But we have to strike a blow, man. And one thing that Farrakhan, and I was just talking to our brother Nuri Muhammad, who's um the the nation's leader out in Indianapolis, and we have to start doing this, man, like, we can say, you know what, well, we're not doing Christmas this year. Do y'all understand black people spend a trillion dollars a year? If we say we're not doing Christmas this year, we cripple the American economy. Nike and mm-hmm. all these people, all these people expect us to spend money. They don't market to us because we're going to give them their money anyway. You know what I'm saying? Louis Vuitton wow. for the sisters, all that. Jordans, all that. I'm, I'm talking about everybody. If we say, you know what, we're sitting Christmas out, this economy will be crippled. So we got to really, if we're really about this life, we got to be about this life. We can't be playing,
5: man. Yeah, you know what, brother? Insight. You brought up a great point,
4: and I that you were when you were
5: speaking on how we don't have people behind us, like in places where it don't happen, and how they make us victims. I was speaking with someone today, and they brought up a great point on the fact that how when Donald Trump spoke about the Mexicans and the how. Some, even though he a drug lord, how he was like we'll kill you. He was like we don't have anybody like in the black community or even like to shut that down. People, um, the what are they Latina or whatever? Their community banded together and like basically put him in his place to me. And you know what I'm saying? We don't have any like how Jews can boycott. We don't have any. We we all break apart and we can't stand together. We need to get together. Get it
3: together. Ms. Mo, but that's one thing I've learned. To, um, and with black men, my my brothers that are very very Afrocentric and y'all all conscious brothers I'm meeting and everybody's starting to you know become more conscious about our community or have introduced me to the word coons. Okay, and this is why we don't have you know people backing us because we have too many people that are agreeing and being yes men to the whites when they got something to say. One thing that really irks my nerves, and I've seen a lot today, is everybody got something to say about the whites killing the black. What about black on black crime? That is like the worst, you know what I mean? Stop like, it. We a, gotta stop it, that. that drives I me so more, crazy. I mean it. It, it just, I it irks my nerves is? because it's making an excuse. It's like, well, since black people do it to each other, whites should be able to do it too. Like, and black people are saying it, why? Yeah. Are y'all saying that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care if Buki killed (laughs) Boo Boo, whatever. That don't give Officer Bob a right to kill, you know, Sandra Bland, regardless of who kills what. Because it's white on white crime. It's Mexican on Mexican crime, Asian on Asian crime, you know, like all over the world. So how come they center us? And then we do it. I've seen us say it so much today, and it drives me crazy. So it's hard for you know, us to back each other when we're sitting there throwing each other on the bus every five seconds.
4: Can I say something before you go to Miss Reese? And I definitely want to hear her say, her, uh, her because I know it's going to be spectacular. But I learned this from Dick Gregory when I brought him here last year. And we have to stop doing that. Black-on-black black crime happens just like white-on-white white crime happens and Chinese-on-Chinese Chinese crime happens. Like Dick Gregory says, you kill where you live at. Okay, over 95 percent, 90 to 95 percent of white crimes committed against white people was at the hands of another white person in the last five years. But they don't report this. You only hear about black on black crime on the south side of Chicago, in Cincinnati, in New York, in Los Angeles, so on and so forth. So if how in the hell is only 14 percent of the population has such a high crime against each other when you have an abundance of more white people, they just don't report those stories. And dumb black people, you know what I'm saying, will fall into the into the hole and start saying that. Well, we do be killing ourselves. And yes, we do kill each other we, we do kill each other. But guess what? More white people do it, more Chinese people do it, more Italian people do it. You kill where you live at. You don't see no black person going down to the suburbs and killing white people. No, because they killing people in their own neighborhoods. And is it right? Of course it's not right. But we have to stop saying that because it's happening into other communities as well. We have to stop falling into the fool bag of saying we got to stop this black on black crime. And here's the, here's the key point that I'm gonna drive home, and then I'm gonna pass it to my sister. If I go outside and kill a brother right now, guess where my black ass is going?
6: Damn. To jail. Damn.
4: It's not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be no infansa, but. It's not going to be well. He was he he, he was uh, defending himself or whatever. No, I'm going to jail. So when we kill each other, we go to jail. We become a part of what's called the the penal system. You know what I'm saying? We become a, an indentured slave back to the country. You know what I mean? Because once you go to, to jail, you lose your rights and you become a slave. You work for the United States government pretty much for for pennies on the nickel. You know what I mean? So. We have right. to stop this foolishness and stop saying that. I didn't had to get that out there because they always say, well, y'all kill each other. That's that's true. Right. That irks kill each other yearly than we do. The media just yeah. don't tell you about that. Right. Right, course. All right, right. Miss Reese, where right. you at?
7: <laughs> Hastily waiting on my time to come on in. All, we
3: want to hear all, from you.
7: First of all, I'm going to say this. thank you so much for inviting me this evening. And, you know, I was sitting there in the food bank and I'ma tell you I was tired. I had to drive back from Columbus today. But this was so important to me. And my cousin actually went to high school with this guy and it really touched home when it first happened. He was telling me about it. And literally driving back to Columbus today, he had me watching the videos and informing me all about everything that was going on and he was so upset about it. So it was just perfect. I couldn't pass up the opportunity to come on here tonight, especially being something from my hometown. So first condolences to to Sam Dubose and his family, first of all for you know having to deal with this tragic event. But it's really this simple, and I'm not even about to go into all, all politics. I, I wrote a, my thesis in 1999 when I graduated with my master's degree and it was on the recidivism rate of African American males and the correlation to the fact that police are an organized gang period, in 1999.
6: It's 2015,
7: okay? So this ain't nothing new. I've been talking about this since back then, got an A on the paper, and my teacher agreed, and everybody that I went to, the white people, agreed with me. It is an organized game, easily proven. I I picked that subject because, for one, it was easy to prove. I mean, there's so much data and so many statistics that clearly show the issue between the violence of the police against black African-Americans you know, uh, uh, people of color. Period. I mean, it's it's there. It, so the problem I'm done, that, that I have is the same thing, Brother insists. I said the same thing, Miss Mocha said, same thing, I Candy said, and the same thing I've been preaching when I go around. Anything I say, it's come down to education. It come down to us stop talking about it on Instagram. It's so annoying because all the, all the, all y'all Facebook people, Instagram, social media, Twitter, nothing wrong with it. But I all we do is say. Post it. Oh my God, look what That's all we do in this hashtag and take our black behinds out here in this community and for real educate it. And I say this, and I can say this, and I am just say this confidently because I live it. And until so people start living what they say they about, everybody, all the rappers, I do this. Oh, my God, change this. I saw Scrappy say something all the way in Atlanta, you know, and, I, and that was great because he got a lot of followers, and he put it out there. But what you doing about it? We we have to live it. We got to do something about it. I'm not bragging on myself, but I'm just saying I, I see people like Brother Insight educating people. I can't be having a show tonight. That's because you're informing people. I just left the Cleveland Food Bank because I try to be about what I say I'm about and I'm trying to educate people. So if we all sit here, all of us right now, we 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 gotta hold ourselves accountable right now because we talking about it right now to the community. Now everybody, who, whoever listening, whether it's five to 50, 100, whatever, listening now, we have to show them that we for real. That's what we have to do in the community. Quit talking about it, get out here and educate it. You know the schools are not gonna do it, so quit relying on these schools. Get out here and talk to these brothers, go on the corner, go to the daggone basketball court, Talk to them put start telling them what they need to do when you get pulled over shut your mouth for real be quiet and this is what I try to tell my kids and then deal with it on the other end if you got proof they got cameras Is there well, let's get educated let's go take, go down to the court system let's protest let not just protest I think and I'm not a like like brother Insight said brother Insight said we need to get in our own communities our homes to talk about what how I really feel I'm just saying we, it's, we can't keep walking around here with a sign. We got, it's time to do something a little bit more than just sit up here and say, don't hit us, don't hurt us, black on black, this, all that crap. We need to get out here, educate. We need to do something. We need to be about this business because they're embarrassing us. I'm embarrassed because they sit sitting up here killing us, doing whatever they want, and we sitting on the couch talking about, that's messed up. Did you see that? Did you see that on Instagram and Facebook? That's another person killed. Well, we we got to do something. We have to start right. educating. it don't take but one. You know, t- tomorrow is a good um, opportunity for the city of Cleveland. I'm meeting my first mentee. I'm a just became a official mentor for the city of Cleveland. When I go there tomorrow, I'm gonna find a way to bring it up. You gotta bring it up. Talk about what's real out here and stop t- talking about things on the surface. That's what we have to do. And I'm frustrated mm-hmm. because. How many times does it have to happen before we do something about it? You gotta do something about it and we gotta talk about it and find a way to find a solution quick. We need more leaders. We do. We need more leaders and we need more women and men, but seriously, a lot more men to stand up and go out there and do it. It takes everybody, it's a village, but we gotta, my whole thing is education start educating people in a way that they can understand it. You can't you can't just throw a book in somebody's face. Go out here like I said to the basketball court. So you see these kids walking around at the centers. Go in there and ask them what's up. Do you even know they don't know, y'all. All they're doing is learning from TV. They don't understand what the real issue is. That's why they're not, nobody's doing about it. There's only a handful of us that really, really know what's going on and what's being do, done to us because they dilute us with TV. They're learning from TV because their mama watching TV reality show with them. They don't have no books uh. at home. So the problem is they don't know how because they don't even know what's happening to them. You know, just like we focused on the Caitlyn Jenner, vibe, all that kind of crap. They got us so on that. And then, I, I, I just, not I shouldn't even, I said I will not even gonna ever bring that up because I'm over that. But I, I'm, I'm <laughs> i am sorry, I wanna take over, but that's my problem. They don't know how, it's up to us, we gotta teach them. They don't even know what's being done to them. Period. Yeah. That's
3: true. Okay, so look y'all, this is about to get interesting, okay? I got Chris calling in from Cincinnati, and I want to see how this brother <laughs> is going to change the dynamic of this show. Chris, you with me? Yeah, I'm here. What's going on? So, Cincinnati, what's going on right now? Sam DuBose, what do you think? What do you have to say?
8: Uh, well, obviously, the uh, I saw the video today like everybody else. uh the shooting was uh uncalled for um I've also been in those situations probably a 1000 times because times'cause I'm a Cincinnati police officer so i I look at it a little differently than everybody else looked at it so I'll answer any questions you got for me uh as honestly as I can. so, so how do shoot. you look at it? um like I said the officer was wrong for shooting no definitely um. And, you know, he got convicted. Most like I mean he got um indicted and most likely gonna be convicted and uh go to jail, you know. Um it was a terrible decision on his part. Um, but, you know, I deal with stuff like that all the time. Obviously I wouldn't have shot him. Um uh the guy should have I mean you can get pulled over in Cincinnati for driving without a front license plate. Everybody think they know the laws but really don't. You gotta have you're supposed to have two license plates on your car. UC officers are allowed to um, patrol outside of UC campus, and they are. The
9: question, I have that,
5: thats a—that's a big question. Like how right. the how like I feel that that's a big miscommunication in our community because like how are we? It is people don't to? people don't
8: know what 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 the law is. They just speak off how they feel and this and that. But it's actual law that you are allowed to pull the person over for not having a I mean, uh. From, like, no, I no, known. I
5: do I know that. I know that because I've been pulled over but but it was like a state trooper or something. But I do didn't know okay. that loud. But, but what I was uh-huh. saying is how is the public because of the fact now maybe if he would have been like closer to the campus or on the campus, maybe uh-huh. but like what from where he was. How was he to know that that was a real, like, that was a real pullover? You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, just because someone uh, has a probably, gun. fired
8: by the, the cruiser they drive and the red and blue lights on the front of their, uh, on the uh, top of their car, the gun that he carrying. Uh, that pretty I much is a real police officer. I,
5: I saw a federal escort. Yeah. Uh, with the same criteria, he had lights on his car. He had a police—I mean, he had a gun and all mm-hmm. those things. I wouldn't pull over if the funeral escort said pull over.
8: Well, if anybody pull you, I will. You know, it's just say police. You got to patch on his uh, uh thing, just like we do. You got a real gun. He asked you for your your license. You can't produce one. Give him your social. Let him run you. Don't obviously don't ever start the car up and try to drive off. It's, no, it's, it's right, and I'm, up, not
5: saying, I'm, I'm not saying I am not saying His foot could have been underneath
8: it. the tire and kind of got ran over. I don't know how close he was to the car because I couldn't see from the uh, vantage point of the video. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's just common sense stuff. If people use their common sense, a lot of these incidents will happen. But like I said, obviously I, the officer's is wrong for shooting them, no doubt.
5: Right. No, I agree that situation should that situation could have been handled. Uh, differently, a little bit differently, mm-hmm. but it's still what my question initially was. But like, how was like? Because like I, I don't know if you were listening earlier when I, I went to Rice State University and our uh-huh. <laughs> and our campus had those same criteria or whatever with the gun and but like we used to like clown them like you know rent a cop something it was right. Yeah. But I was I just saying though, how, the how level we used know. Level no, level no. I live in Cincinnati too. I, how, uh-huh. I, I, I to that husband, and I did didn't
7: even know that. Cops. Seriously, what yeah. she's saying is really true, not to cut her off, but what just to back her up on that, just being honest, and it doesn't make it right, because I teach my life, right. shut up. Uh-huh. But on campus, when I was on campus, we really did. i give you an example. I got pulled over in my car. My then boyfriend, husband now, pull, pulled up behind me, run up to the cop, told, took my ticket out of my hand, and gave it back to the cop like, man, you ain't giving her no ticket. He was a real, for real police. I was even scared for my husband. Like, why would you do that? But he dogged him. That's how we treated them. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just being honest with you. Whether it's right or wrong, when you was young, it, they, you just kind of didn't take campus police. police. It. Yes, and yeah, I never I, just, I didn't know that right now that you can be pulled over by a campus police officer. Or a license
3: plate thing. I didn't know right, right I didn't out know. of the campus. He could go outside well, and that,
8: that's, that's the thing the, the majority of people don't know the laws and they just go off of how they feel and this and that shoot this and that why they pull them over you know because he, he pulled them over because he committed a violation that's right. why he so pulled I, I supposed to have go right. so and,
0: and, po- and campus
8: police campus police are real police they have to go through a pot of training which is the Ohio criteria and be able to carry a gun yeah. and be able to patrol the streets. so those are real police the only problem is people don't really know what's going on. They just speculate off of hearsay and off their emotions. They need to learn national law so they can really back up what they're saying. Okay. You know?
7: So who's okay, like just like you said, they need to learn national law, okay? And I, I and I respect you
5: know, so the random job is so
7: but how you it, it, it's real easy to say that. Where's the effort into respecting it if there's a problem and it's clearly a problem in in the in, in the um, Within the, the police department in every city, we got it going on here in Cleveland. It's horrible. But what I'm saying mm-hmm. is, whose responsibility is it to educate it? Because you're not doing it in the schools. The, you're not teaching it and saying these are the laws. Are they supposed? Do we really expect everybody to pick up a book and say, "I'm gonna learn the law"? Because I don't think anybody, even a police officer, don't know every law outside of their career in somebody else's job. We're not gonna know. No, every we, don't, we
8: don't know. We don't know every, don't know every law. No, but. Every one of them traffic stops, is, every one of the traffic stops is videotaped. So th- the best thing for a person to do is just do what the officer tell them to do. If you tell them you give me a license, give me your license. If you don't want to, uh, you, you know, you, if you get a ticket, you can go to court and fight it in court. It, just because you're getting a ticket don't mean you're guilty. It just means that you're contact with them. But people take and it to I, the next I, level where they, where they want to start challenging stuff when they don't even know what's real and what ain't real. He asked them why he pulled them over on the video. He pulled him over because he didn't have a front license plate, which is you can legally pull somebody over for that. So you know, a lot of it's just education.
10: It's true. I agree. So, do you do you
7: feel that there's a problem with what's going on in in the everywhere in the world right now with the police brutality against African Americans? Do you agree yeah, that there is something going? On?
8: Well, sir, listen. I, I, I've been a, I'm on in my eighth year, so I've not seeing everything. I work with a lot of white officers. I know it is some, uh, some uh, gung ho officers that just fuck with people just because they can, because they got a badge, da da da. But we are under unbelievable guidelines. You know what I'm saying? This this, this officer, his life is basically over. So nobody go to work. We have a roll call before every shift we go out. I work third shift, so I'm at work overnight chasing these fools around while most people are sleeping in their bed. Nobody goes to work wasn't to shoot and kill nobody. They gotta deal with lawsuits, they gotta deal with Cisney police um investigation, in they gotta deal with it Okay, okay, that's your that's your you opinion. But I, I actually I, see it I, I actually see it with my eyes, okay, every night. They gotta no, get, you, you, uh, said, you,
4: said, you said no officer goes out with the intent to kill with to shoot nobody. Like, I did No
8: officer that. I ever worked with has ever gone to work
4: okay, no wasn't to
8: go out no and work. shoot and kill nobody. Not
4: one. Not one. That you ever worked with let me say something because I feel like I've been quiet and been listening, and I feel like the conversation has went in a different direction, and I'm not liking the direction it's going. That's me, that's me. Like, hey, hey, listen, listen,
8: it probably went in a different go direction on. because now you got somebody here to actually see it with their own two eyes. So now I can but debate it with you. Me. I'm not gonna argue or fight, but I'll listen to what you got to say. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, can I say what I got to say, brother? I'm listening. to Interrupt you. This is all I'm. This is all I'm trying to say. I'm from Chicago, so I've seen it with my own two eyes. The police didn't pull guns on me for no reason, just for speculation, mm-hmm. and they were wrong but the point that i'm trying to make the reason why i said that the conversation went in the direction that i'm not liking is because we stop we not addressing the elephant in the room the elephant in the room is it's 2015 july of 29th here in the united states of america and this is happening to only one group of people this is not, this is not happening to white people you're, you're a black cop. Okay, you, are not gonna, question. you are not going to, you, you, I'm sure you pull over some white people with the front license plate or whatever, and they might have been smart uh-huh. with you. And a lot of times they more apt to get smart with officers than even black people are. The point that I'm uh-huh. making is they're not losing their lives with these routine traffic stops. And then to say he got indicted, he's probably going to go to jail. We can't say that that's going to happen. We've we seen Eric Garner get choked out on tape and the, and, the, and the cops is still free right now. So uh-huh. we can't say we can't say he's going to go to jail for sure or not. It's looking like he probably will. We thought Eric, the, the guy that killed Eric thought he was going to go to jail, but he didn't. So my point is we have to not run away from the, the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room is white cops are overly aggressive with black people, black males in specific. I've seen it in Chicago. I, I lived in Jackson, Mississippi. I lived in Cincinnati, Ohio. I live in Columbus right now. You see it over and over and over again. And a lot of cops want to come on different shows and come in the media and make up excuses for their comrades. Again, like I said, I know you're in the fraternal order of police, and y'all have a, a brotherhood and a fraternity that y'all have to uphold. But the facts uh-huh. are the facts, my brother. I have not heard no white person unarmed getting shot or killed by a black officer. You're not going I, you not you don't you don't you don't you don't see it. The the dude, I I just told him earlier, the the white boy Roach that killed the young brother who was pulling for his cell phone, he's the cop of the year out in Evendale now, a year ago, giving out the most tickets at Evendale. This man's life is Mm -hmm. going on. He's productive, but yet the brother that he killed, his family's still in mourning over his death, which was senseless. That was the, the whole reason that sparked the riots back in 2001 in the first place. So all I'm saying is, man, we do not see... White cops, I mean, uh, white people being killed unarmed for no reason by black cops—you just don't see it, and we can't run from that, man. Mm-hmm.
3: You got some thoughts? there you go. Okay, he said you got agree. some points. Look, we got another caller. I want to bring another caller in, but I want to thank you, Chris, for calling in and, and giving us that. I, I like the fact that he called in from a cop's he, point he of view. Be safe
4: out there, brother. Thank he you, safe out there, brother. Man, love to you, man. Appreciate it.
3: You be safe in them streets, because I know it ain't safe for you as a black cop out there, you know? All right, 937-718. What's good? Who's
10: calling? Miss Eye Candy, for the insight, what's going on this is Brian Keith.
2: Brian
4: Jeez, Keith. Now, hold on, now, hold on, man.
10: Now, hold on. I got <laughs> <laughs> but we'll talk about that on another show. We did <laughs> <laughs> how, <laughs> how did I know? <laughs> how, hey, <laughs> hey. When I signed on and I heard you going in, I was like, man, Brother Insight's going to be upset with me. But we're talking yeah, about uh, that. I call uh, you when you get out brother, there. You
4: know, I ain't never mad at you, brother. Go
10: ahead, man. Hey, But, but listen, man, um, and it's cool that I caught the uh, the Brother Chris before uh, because I believe that there's a dynamic. I know I have many friends on the Cincinnati Police Department of both races, and I've heard the dissension of both races of what's going on. And what people need to understand is that, yes, all around the country, there is a divide happening within the police departments because you have black officers that are fed up, that are kind of saying like, hey, listen, this is the reality of what's happening. But let's talk about the culture. Um, what happened with this brother Sam Bose and what happened with um, so many other cases is this ideology that it's about superiority. A lot of times you have these white police officers who are not from our neighborhoods and not from our communities. They have a, an inner disdain for us. They really do. Correct. And then they, give, they have a license to come into our neighborhood. So you pull over this brother because of a, a, a license plate. And let's, let's keep the facts straight. The license plate was actually tucked in the front of his windshield, okay? Correct. Which is something we've seen many times in our neighborhood. So it wasn't that he did not have it for a front license plate. It just wasn't in the place that, under the bounds of the law, it was supposed to be. The other aspect, the other myth that I want to dispel that's being floated in the media is the bottle of gin did not have gin in it. It was fragrance. And for so anybody in our communities knows, if you go downtown Cincinnati right now, you want to buy some fragrance. You buy it in a Wild Irish Rose bottle, gin bottle. You see what I'm saying? But, but nationally, uh, it's been reported that, oh, he had Gene in the car. Uh, what we saw on that tape was what we've seen everywhere else, not just in recent times, y'all, but decades. White police officers who come into our communities and they have this, um, they have this unspoken authority where they feel they can just do what they want. And the reason they can do that brother the inside is because there has been no punishment. And I'm I'm not just talking about killing black man and go to jail. I'm talking about even at the uh, professional level, uh, the mayor of Cincinnati, he made a very key statement to me this week where he stated, well, hey, you know, we want our officers to respect people's civil rights, which means if you're a police officer, you do not have the right to pull over someone and talk to them disrespectfully. What we saw with Sandra Bland, what what, what sparked that? was the fact that she wasn't subservient and, uh, globbling at his feet and it and he felt that as a police officer he would do that he was not he was not so even with this situation with the brother sam devose like this police officer within a two or three second reaction pulled out a white a, a, a weapon and shot a man and killed him in the head Do you understand how instant his reaction was you know and i think that now you have people wanting to defend. And I, I respect the brother who came before me. He's a police officer. But, I mean, at what point did you call it what it is, man? It's hatred. It's bigotry. You know, you've got people uh, like this, this young man who killed uh, Sam DeBose, who he's not from our community. He's from some rural area. He might have two black friends, and I'm betting money on that. And he gets to come into our communities and, and, and basically enact his bigotries and his, his uh, racism. So you pulled this black man over for something so simple and it turns into you blowing his brains out in the car. Not only did she blow his brains out, but you lied about it. You lied and said and you, got, you got dragged by the car and, and all this shit. Same thing that happened with Sandra Bland. This fool is on audio telling the, uh, the officer that, yeah, she called me a motherfucker. and she like Did, did you not realize that he was going to see the tape and realize that she did not do any of that? But what, I, what we saw, guys, it's it's so inherent in them. This is the culture right. that has been black life for decades, centuries. There it is. I mean, there let's is. talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. I'll wrap it up real quick. The Civil Rights Act was 65. That was 50. Uh, brother Inside, that was your mother's lifetime. Uh, Ms. Iacannon, that was your parents' lifetime. Up until mm-hmm. the Civil Rights Act, it was the norm. How did they keep slavery in place or Jim Crow in place? So long after the emancipation through law enforcement. I mean, when we when we look at the civil rights movement and we look at those that footage, who were our leaders up against? The police department, the chiefs, the county sheriff. Right. This That's is right. American history. That's right. So now we cannot look at it any other kind of way until they change the culture of police work in this country. This is never going to change. Not just sending them to jail for killing black people, but punishing them. Hey, if you're a police officer, if you pull up with Miss Eye Candy for some bullshit and you talk to her disrespectfully, you will be punished. And after a few punishments you'll be fired. It is not allowed. You can no longer be allowed to talk disrespectfully to people on the job. That's just, I feel that's what we need to do to change the culture. That's what's up.
5: Thank you. <laughs> you know what? Okay, so, okay, you know what I, I, sh- I meant to ask Chris, uh, the the officer, he is like the point um, that um, Brian Keith kind of made me think about is the fact that what, where, why would a campus police be pulling somebody over for a license plate? Like, it didn't have anything to do with campus or like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. Like, so it's because you're a campus police, you could just ride around Cincinnati just say, well, hey. Well, I, I, right. think,
10: I think we I can't think be naive he, about it. I know, I know exa- as a black man and, and as with Brother Insight, and I'm sure all of us have maybe experienced I know exactly why he did it. He saw a black man with dreadlocks in a car first. Do you understand me? That's what he saw first. These, and I heard, heard that there's a lot of
7: burglaries going on. They said
10: that there have been. Ah, uh, look, look, we talking about. I love burglaries going on in the neighborhood. So but
7: they were but we talking about. Why they well,
10: like? Talking about UC. We're talking about UC now. There are hundreds of thousands of people who pass through there every day. There is no way to pinpoint any ideology on anybody. But let me tell you what I think. I think we saw a young white boy who saw a, young, he saw a young black man driving. Now I saw the video. The brother was sharp. He had on his red
9: hat. He yes. His yes. Red.
10: Uh-huh. I mean, come on now. Let's talk about, let's talk about uh, perception. And what we know is happening out here in these streets. He saw a black man riding around, and he took the opportunity to try to assert his authority. That's what the problem is. That's what the issue is with this police relations in our communities. These white boys, and I'm and I'm being direct. These white boys have this inherent bigotry. Like when they clock out, guys, he going home to the to the trailer park, or he going back to Lebanon, and he gonna sit with his friends. He going sit with his friends and drink beer, and he gonna laugh and talk about all the stupid shit he saw in our communities. So every day he gets to clock in and live those bigotries. So yes, I believe personally he saw that brother. And he beamed in on him and he took a chance to assault so authority I mean, that,
7: That's not even a question. That's exactly what happened. We, I think So people, that's exactly oh, what happened. So you exactly pull the
10: man over and without without any respect for his life, you, you reach into his car and, and deem yourself powerful enough to just do whatever and you take his <laughs> life. You know? And it's, it's he had
5: no remorse. He had no well, more. Like I, well, I from so what? So what I know, so what I'm saying, up. I watched the whole video, and I to say this in the Timothy Thomas trial that roach me, and he really seemed like he was sympathetic about taking his life. He was trying to save himself, of course, but I'm saying that he did apologize or whatever. This dude was just like straight up, like, uh, he's like, yeah, I could, I, he almost
7: because he had to home. go along
10: with his lie. He was going along with his.
7: Story, so he wasn't gonna know nothing because he he had to make
10: his. And tweet. let's keep in mind, guys, we live in an age of politics. You better believe that there has been a lot of conversations going back and forth between the fraternal the police, the Joe Dieters office, the city manager. Like th- this is all politics. Like even today, I watched Joe Deters press conference. I've been following Joe Deters for years. Personally, I've been fucked over by his office myself. So let me tell you, I was wanting to know what he had to say. So even in his conversation, in all the years, and I've been watching the news outlets around the country, no one has ever seen a prosecutor be so candid in conversation. So even to me, we still got to be careful and watch everything. Well, oh, I have man. never seen Joe Dieters be so candid. I mean, he Did deals he, with murderers and criminals on, every I day.
7: He has never
10: that. been so candid in a press conference. He got an agenda. So,
7: he got an agenda. That's kind of,
10: I, I believe that ultimately they wanted to uh, stop a riot and they did that, they, but, yeah. but as we've seen with the Roach incident and so many around the country, uh, 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 prosecuting him is just a part of it. Charging him was right. a problem, part of it. I that want way. to see somebody go to jail. Right. Yeah, we have not seen anybody go to jail, guys. Like in, in recent times, you figure uh, Trayvon did not go to jail. Uh, Mike Brown, the officer did not go to jail. The, the officer in St. Louis uh, did not go to jail. Here in Kettering, Ohio, the guy shot in Ohio. Eric Gardner's family right settled. Right here in Cleveland. They Eric Gardner's family. Cleveland. Yeah, Ta- Tamir Wright. Shot
7: Nobody's going to jail 40, yet. 40 cops shot up one car and they ain't had no no weapon, nothing. Absolutely. It was clearly cut and drive me. Mean, like, there was no reason to even send them to, to prosecute them except you have to. And they still got off. I mean, right. it, and this is the culture. Cleveland didn't do enough to me. I, I really, I was kind of disappointed. And what about and this? The of the culture? Culture. That's, that's the thing. That's we thing we don't do that. anything. Let me tell you what they do. What they are gonna do is they desensitize us by drawing, drawing it out so far out just take it out no, they, they gonna exactly, they're gonna, they gonna take it on extend it extend yeah, it to the point where they say it's been a nine months eight months a year or whatever and we gonna be on to the next thing and they're gonna feel like then they're gonna slide it on through and he gonna right. get off and think that we not we on to the next I mean that's so we have exactly. to be responsible and stick to it we gotta Right, and it. that's the I thing, thing. For our attention
3: is so short you know what I mean like our attention span is so short right now t- we own this t- 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 and then, you know what I mean? I noticed even today, people back to that Meek Mills and Drake drama. And I'm like, yeah, I'm talking oh about the same thing. I don't even always.
7: know
10: nothing
3: about that.
10: I don't want to. Yeah. Hey, I've been yeah. blocking people for two weeks on that. Like, I, I just, I can't <laughs> fathom it. I mean, and it's like, I'm not posting right now. Yeah, it's not. Like I, I get it,
3: but <laughs> I am just so, so short, it doesn't make sense. So that's what they're going to do. They're going to give us something else, like Caitlyn, gonna, you know, the little show out. I don't watch that, but that show <laughs> out. They're going to give us the love and hip-hop drama or something, you know, and just distract <laughs> from what's that a point. But one thing that Brother Insight said, and I know uh, Chris called back, and we got another caller, so I'll let them through in a second. But one thing Brother Insight said that really um, stuck to me was how when... Cause you know I do notice that a lot of these situations when a black person gets pulled over, we got a little bit of an attitude with the cops. I can't, you know what I mean? Deny that we have that. But I was recently in a car accident with my best friend, and it was a white guy that hit us. Right now, he he was trying to make us be like, oh no, you know I can give you a little bit of money. My best friend don't play about her car. She was like, nah, bro, I don't call the cops. My insurance company, um, you're getting this handled. Like she was not on. No, we gonna exchange numbers and handle this. She was calling the cops. So once the cop got there, um, the white guy had an attitude with the cop. I mean, he was literally going in, talking smart, getting loud, like had a straight-up attitude. Now, the cop was irritated and then gave him attitude back, but he ain't get shot. He ain't get arrested. He ain't get manhandled, body slammed, that's, knee on the back. And like. But I see all the black men, if they get there. Every- it's a throwing your ass. They throw you on the ground. So I do notice, oh. i am a white guy get loud, get crazy, disrespect the police officer, and ain't nothing happened to him. Nothing. So why not is it to. when
4: people do it, we that's get that's, hurt, that's, get that's killed. Julie, that's, that's, <laughs> <Literally>, that's my, <laughs> my brother. point that I've been making all night. It's called racism and right supremacy. The cop feel like he is supreme over you and the white citizen feel like he's supreme over the cop, because guess what? A white person will tell a cop in a minute. Shut up, I pay your salary. That one of exactly. About that. <laughs> <laughs> it's racism and white right supremacy, and see, here's another part of the dynamic that we have to talk about. If you if we're serious about this, life, the white boy is from Fairfield, Ohio. Anybody that knows Fairfield is 15 right. miles outside of Cincinnati. It's actually George my George A. Campbell when Country. When I moved from Chicago, and I know about that culture because me and my pops, we banged on the racist white folks out there. You know what I'm saying? Because they were right. be trying to be racist and prejudice against us in the ninety five percent white school so I know about them so I know his mentality. When I found out when my homeboy Kurt called me and was like, yeah, he's in Sarah, I was like, oh I already know what they're dealing with. So that's the one thing we have to discuss. Why are we allowing people to police people that don't live in the neighborhood? When I live in Mississippi and even in Chicago now in Cook County, Illinois, you have to live within the city limits to be a police officer in that jurisdiction. You can't be a Cincinnati police officer and live in, you know what I'm saying, Mason, Ohio, that's on. just not, that's, that's, yeah, you just, that's just not, that don't make sense, because guess what, if I right. live in a neighborhood, I know the culture, I know the temperature of the neighborhood, I know the old women on the block that's going to tell me when the dope boys is coming out, you know what I mean, you have a rapport with the people in the neighborhood that you protect and serve, so when I come from Fairfield, and I'm a white boy that's privileged, and I'm trying to police these brothers in Clinton. I have no idea what the culture is like. only idea exactly. I have is what I see on the televised vision. So I think every person I see with dreadlocks is crazy like Lil Wayne or like this <laughs> on TV. They're totally out of touch, man. So these cats shouldn't even be policed in those areas because, exactly. one, they don't live in them. Two, they don't understand the culture. and They don't understand what's going on in our community. And, yes, it's against the law to not have a front plate on your car. But how many white people had that cop pull, uh, uh, pulled over that didn't have a plate on their car?
10: Hey, and brother Insight,
4: playing these games, man.
10: hey, Brother Insight, man. brother! it's about, uh, I, I, I just feel it's about the culture. It's also illegal in some cities and states to spit on the goddamn concrete, but it doesn't require you being shot in the head. And I agree right. that it's about the culture is and, and I always praise Atlanta. You know, I, I grew up there and I always you know, I always tell people about, you know, I can understand this sense of security that white people feel because growing up in Atlanta, you know, hey, if you get put on a police officer, seven times out of ten it's gonna be a brother or a sister. This is a culture that you get used to, and you feel secure in that. But even in that, you do not hear stories about black police officers harassing and murdering, killing white citizens that they are also charged to protect. So like yeah, I agree that uh, and, and to expound on your point, Brother Insight, right now, uh, in most cases, to be a police officer, you only need a GED. I believe that should change, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, if you have a GED, let me tell you, if you have a GED, now, God bless all the people who got their GEDs, any form of education is a great thing. But for a police officer who is charged with the authority, a supreme authority, over all cultures, all races, all religions. Hey man, if you are a white boy from Coleslaw, uh, Ohio, I want to know that you have at least a couple more than a GED before they give you authority over my life. Especially if they bring your Coleslaw, Ohio ass down into Clifton. We have to expect more. We have to demand more. And I think that's at the core of the problem cultural understanding. You should not have somebody uh, from uh, Shithouse texas in the in the urban areas uh with these bigotries and racism policing black people and ultimately it all goes back to voting anybody who knows me knows i will always preach it i will scream it till i'm dead and gone voting is not about the federal elections in washington and barack obama it's about your local elections. a lot of these officials are local mother jokers these judges these police chiefs, these city councilmen, these are the people who create these scenarios. Right now, Joe Deters. I trust me, brother inside. I had very little faith in Joe Deters, and I did not. I really was on the fence whether whether or not his office was going to prosecute or not. But even in that, if you want to change the culture of politics in your local city, you've got to vote. Not only in the sense of putting people in office, but I like, say, for instance. How are the political districts drawn? They're drawn by the registered voters. The people who represent your city are picked by registered voters. So, like, if you want more representation in Washington, if you want more representation in Columbus, you have to be a registered voter. So that right right now, as of 2013, y'all, and this is my last point, 2013, there are 46, the, the, out of registered voters in Cincinnati, inside the city limits it's 40 african-american there's no reason why cincinnati shouldn't look like atlanta or baltimore aside from the fact that they won't vote they will not take their ass to the poll so we can get rid of the joe Deters and the george a campbells in fairfield do you know exactly who she is
4: correct absolutely even though she's
10: outside the city limits understand what i'm saying even though we we, we speak about voting in this kind of uh Uh, conspiracy theorists, kind of reality but we really need to focus on it a lot of these atrocities that are happening to us around the country are happening because we have allowed by our inactivity these people to stay in office for all these years and so when shit happens to an now we want to call in al and his perm now we won't you know well no if you take charge of your politics in your city vote in the politics the people who will help your scenarios your neighborhoods. A lot of these tragedies and some senses may never happen.
3: That's true. Vote. That's a good um, message, Brian Keith. Okay, so gotta let you go, B. Keith, but I got uh, two more people, so thank you so much for giving us God that. be cool. in-
10: inside, I'll call you, man.
3: Yeah, he going to yes, get sir. you soon, so just be ready for that ass kicking. I get know.
10: I know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right. Okay, so um, let me... Try to get to these callers quick 513-307 what's good who's calling good girl miss
6: penny what's going on ladies hey. and gentlemen hey what's up miss penny how are you i hey. am doing well hey ladies and gentlemen um what to say about this whole event oh I, I did today really was you know pray for our city um pray for those who are involved um and a lot of people say, Why well, pray? We need to do more. Yes, we really do need to be be more active um in our own communities, uh, just to, to make awareness of what's going on. Like um, Reece said the children of the day are learning from television. Um, and for the insight <laughs> I caught that tele live vision, I, I caught that, uh is teaching these children and showing them making us become desensitized to what's really going on um if history dates back that law enforcement has always been until you know civil the civil rights movement and whatnot had always been white men that and, and, and this you know civil rights movement was not that long ago like it like one generation ago come on people you know put it put your thinking caps on. Something has to change. Just because you add a few people to to the roster doesn't mean that their policies and their training ever changed, as we are seeing today
9: Mm -hmm.
6: in Baltimore, here in Cincinnati, in Cleveland, all over the world. Um, So not only do we have to take accountability and responsibility for ourselves and how we act and how Um, We want to see be the change that we seek. Um, There needs to be an internal deconstruction of uh, all police departments um, that's having its issues. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like my thought process on everything. I mean, heartbreaking to see that this really did not have to happen you know there are a lot of unanswered questions like why did you draw your weapon? there was no need for that um and then if you really pay attention to the video later on in the video he said you know he was dragged he actually wasn't as brian key said um and if he was he would have had some kind of red marks or bruises to show Great, that. For some- you know yeah yeah Um, so it, it, it's just frustrating that it's happening too often and, and too, too consistently. And there's not, you guys get what I'm saying. (laughs) Miss Penny, let
3: me ask you something because you are my spiritual, you know, sister. And this is something I noticed as well as I watched, you know, social media today and just not just today but just you know within the last year with a lot of killings this is what I notice a lot. A lot of these families are Christian and the media targets on that and they kinda to me they make a mockery of it because the first thing you see a lot of is we forgive you for what you did. We pray for what you did. So they interviewed the mother today. The mother gets up there she starts quoting the scripture and talking about God is in control. And as you know, and everybody was like, amen, sister, you know the Bible. And that's good because I'm a Christian, so I feel that. But one of the first questions that um, one of the reporters oh asked God. was, do you forgive him? If he asks for forgiveness, do you forgive him? And to me, it's kind of like, do you give him a pass? They kind of take our faith as far as being Christians and forgiveness as We're going to let that go. You know, I know you did it. You was Mm -hmm. wrong, but God loves you anyway. I'm going to let it go. And I I don't like that they they take that whole forgiveness thing and they, they, you know what I mean? They capitalize on like, oh, forgiveness. I forgive you. I forgive you. And they show it. It's like they're making it seem like we really don't care. You you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I hate seeing that. So they asked her, do you forgive him? And I was like, really? That's the question you're going to ask her? She just buried her son yesterday and you asked her, does she forgive his killer? That's that's the best you got.
5: do. you know what? What do you guys think about the family hiring George Zimmerman's attorney? Oh, attorney to represent uh, him. I, I wanted
4: to hear. I wanted to hear the sister answer that question. because That was a
3: good
0: question. <laughs> <laughs> I was Keep on,
4: bus, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> on the bus, <laughs> like I I it wasn't was even talking, important. I, 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 <laughs> I want to hear her answer. I'm sorry, Miss Mocha. Who,
6: that's okay. We'll, 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 we'll get to that, we'll that answer. Um, You know, should we forgive? Yes, we should forgive. However, uh, you usually forgive not because of them, but because it's for you, for yourself, for your family, whatever the case may be. I do see that a lot of people jump so quickly to forgive, and it does say be quick to forgive in the Bible, but when it, this is like such is a, a tragedy that did not have to happen so that will make you feel some kind of way i know it would make me feel some kind of way like i don't think i'm ready to forgive this person um for what they've done Are do they do they feel any kind of remorseful for, for what they did do do they feel that their actions were just i would have so many more questions in regard right. and i
3: don't know, I just, Like, I get that we're supposed to, because I am a Christian, so I get it, but I feel like that forgiveness, me forgiving him, has nothing to do with this man killing my son and needing to be, you know, like, punished. Like, you know what I mean? Regardless if I forgive him, if God forgives him, whatever, we live in America where there is a law. He broke the law. He killed my son. He should go to jail. He should be under the jail. He should get the death penalty. Like, that would be my answer. Don't ask me if I forgive him. Why the hell are you asking me that? You know what I mean? Like, I feel (laughs) like... really because we black because we got that that christian you know background over us because it's usually the christian families and she got there and she started preaching and you know quoting the scripture yeah. it was like, do you forgive this man he, he murdered his son he shot him cold-blooded dead in the head did you forgive him you know like really you you really gonna make a joke out of like my religion no i
0: don't
3: forgive him in a few years but not today okay Put him up under the jail. That's how I felt right now. And I just, as a Christian, I wanted to stand up for that because I kind of got into a debate on Facebook. Like, I'm not forgiving nothing. Not today? No. <laughs> Why y'all talking about forgiving this dude? He ain't even been convicted yet. And y'all like, I'll oh, forgive no. him. I'm like, what? what? What does that have to do with anything? That's you know what good, I mean? Like, I feel sometimes... that's, a good,
4: that's, a good, that's a good question you asked because when you when you promoted the show, you talked about the forgiveness of the, the nine people that got killed in um in South Carolina as well. And I'm like... Right. People said they give this man, and they they loved ones ain't even in the ground yet. that if I choose to forgive, I can forgive, but at least give me time to to get to that point if I want to get to that right. point. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because if you, right. if you touch mine, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not a Christian, so I'm not forgiving you. I, I'm following the uh, the God of the Old Testament where He said an eye for an eye and a two for two. Like, if you're not gonna kill my loved ones, and expected me. To be singing kumbaya and holding their hands and eating dinner no that's not that's not happening and that's why they always ask that question to black people are they still asleep? are they still sleep? oh you forget yeah we forget and then they just go back in their, in their house and laugh yep they still rock and sleep you know what i'm saying and we, we right and yeah, that's that. what i'm but saying I'm i feel like, like as
3: christians right. i mean because i'm a christian you know what i mean but I i don't think that i think sometimes with our with us christians we take the bible too literal you know what I'm saying? Like, we take it way too little. I don't think everything is meant like that. So I guess maybe I'm a selective Christian. I pick and choose when I believe what I believe, and I <laughs> live it how I want to, and I think God love me anyway. But I don't feel like you ki- if you kill my child, tomorrow I got to be like, brother, give me a hug, I forgive you. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you to go to hell and kiss my ass. I tell you, and that's the truth. Christian or not, that's the right. truth.
6: I, I did watch that. I did watch... Um, uh, his mother began to, you know, say the scriptures. Um, but, yeah, for me, I, I felt it was, you know, like yourself, just just a little bit too quick. I mean, I, everyone, and then this, again, comes with your relationship with Christ and God. Um, but it's like you still, for me, I would still be processing this entire thing. Like, this is. Right, this they buried him, yes. One his funeral was
3: yesterday, so first of all, this is a lot to be coming out, you know, the next day, and they're going through all of that, and she didn't necessarily say she forgave him. She said, you know, God does say forgive, and I understand that. This man murdered my son, and justice need to be served. <laughs> that's kind of how she went about <laughs> that, and I said, you know what, my Mom? I know that's right. Y'all can kick rock, so I just feel like when we have of tragedies happen, I don't know, I'm just starting to pay attention and notice a lot more. I'm noticing, you know, how the media is portraying, how they putting us out there. They've been going so hard right. about rioting. Like, they were really trying to get us to riot more than anything. They want to portray right. Cincinnati as something, you know what I mean, crazy, wow. They was really trying to talk up rioting to get us to riot. They were trying to feed into mm-hmm. us and make us do it. And it's like, we really wasn't on that we just really want justice at the end of the day it wasn't about going and tearing up and so they were even saying that it was riots and it wasn't no one rioted, and they were like yeah it's riots in Avondale." and i was like no it's not what are y'all talking about <laughs> so I, you mm-hmm. know i, mean, I just noticed stuff is set up and people have to pay attention a lot more to, to the situation and yeah. what's going on and the fact of the matter is this man cold-blooded murdered somebody because he didn't have a front license plate, you know. And I don't know, the way I watched the tape, they were saying that he was driving off. like he was trying to get his keys because the man said, get out the car. So it looked like he was trying to get his keys and maybe he had an attitude about to pull his key out. I don't know. Maybe he was about to drive off. I don't know what he was going to do, but he shouldn't have shot him in the head, period. Like... Yeah regardless he's gonna shot him in the head and there should be no excuses for that i'm tired of people saying right. well he did do this but that doesn't warrant you to shoot him in the head that's an excuse right. like when they say the whole blacks mm-hmm. kill each other that's an excuse you're making an excuse making it okay for this white cop to shoot this unarmed black man in the head there is no reason that should have happened period yeah, no excuse i don't think if he caught his us- my bitch. He could have called his mom a bald-headed, ugly bitch. He still should have shot him in the head. I don't care. That ain't right.
6: I think well, I watched the video quite, quite a few times um, and slowed it down the way I could. From what I can see, his car driving off was a reaction. That split of a, split of a second, that once he was shot, it was a physical, automatic, bodily reaction, and his foot was on the gas. I can't, that's more scientific stuff, you Uh know, but that's kind of how I saw it because as soon as it went pop and he was, like, gone, it was in such milliseconds, that's when the car, his car went off. Like, that's when it started to drive. And you have to slow the video down, like, very, very slow to to pick that up. You you easily miss it because it happens in such a small uh, time frame, that whole incident five seconds so it was everything two to five seconds it, it, it's, it's a little little crazy so i think that was just a neat just you know kind of knee-jerk reaction to have mm-hmm. you know your body whatever you know, want he was shot in the head so you know that's kind of like the mechanics that kind of directs your movement um right so you see, so there's just like they have to break this video, like literally, like they have to break it down, um, right, for their case. They just can't show just that small segment of uh, the most, the key, important part of that video is the time when, and when he started to open the gentleman uh, Sam's door, um, and then start to try to reach for his keys for some unknown reason, um, probably most likely not following protocol a this a, a a small traffic stop shouldn't escalate to this point there's no reason for it um no reason for him to draw his gun he wasn't he wasn't threatened like he, and then uh sam actually did have both of his hands up it, yeah yeah you gotta really slow it down like they they break it down and they could see all that and then you know yeah if-
3: slow and I only watched it once because I couldn't couldn't stomach I said oh my god this is just no uh uh this is you know way too much
6: yeah and another thing about when what what happens and this is becoming a trend is is that when you know we feel we forgive so quickly publicly it then creates this culture like hey I'm going to do this they're going to forgive me and it's going to be okay um. No. <laughs> you, you see. You, you see that trend, and like you said, it 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 gives. I think some people they that pass, Like mm-hmm. like like it's okay for them to go out and and do these things, and it's not. It's not okay. Everybody is important. Every you know, it's just too many people of color that are just in police custody custody that are just dying for no, like it's no justification to it. Um, so that's all I had to say about faith. I mean, there's ultimately I could go into a whole different story, uh, topic is that's not, we don't have the time for, for that. Kind of go a little
0: deeper into
3: Hopefully everything we going on right now. Keep so. this
6: conversation going, y'all. We want to keep it going. Don't
3: just stop here, take it to your homes, and, and then just don't forget you know what I mean, about this case because that's normally what happens with all these cases is, you know, life happens, we go back to life, we go back to doing this and go back to doing that. So, yes, he was indicted, but he has not been convicted. So he can easily post bail tomorrow. They can draw this out for eight, nine years, whatever the case may be, and we just forget about it. So let's not let that happen. But thank you, Ms. Penny, for calling in. We got Megabucks, and I got mm-hmm. Officer Chris, so we want to let them through. So Megabucks what's good sugar <laughs> what's
9: up everybody
3: what's up what hey, up
9: with you hey yeah. hey, hey, hey. What's up? Um, hey um i wanted to say the conversation is um very good and how sad the situation we have at hand is and i just wanted to weigh in um we were banned from talking about this at work so <laughs> uh i wanted to, i was glad that you told me you were um doing a show about it so because i haven't been on social media at all because i you know i i'm not allowed to you know be on my regular facebook while i'm at work so i haven't been right. on social media well posted on my my regular facebook i've seen a lot of people posting but my main issue at hand is, um, well, he's no longer an officer since he's been fired, but um, former Officer Timstein, um his training, um, you know, he, first of all, his temper and everything, he just went way out of hand with it. My thing is I've been pulled over for a front plate and i've been pulled over for you know um what is it um, i just had failure it. To
5: display. The, um, failure to
9: display. the office, the uh, not a failure to display but an um uh the light that goes on the the um the license? license plate that, um, that light (laughs) I've been pulled over because it was out. So, and I didn't have my license in Newport. So I've been pulled over by the Newport cops and didn't have a license. And the officer, you know, pulled me up and I told the situation and was basically able to pull me up in the system and, you know, Mr. DuBose told him that he didn't have his license, told him, you know, you can pull me up, and he was basically so gun ho on saying, you know, are you suspended,
5: are you this, well, are you that. The car was registered huh? in a woman's name, which he said was his wife. Well, ironically, I went to high school with her. Her name was Rashonda Reed. He was like, it's, it's registered right. to my wife, Rashonda Reed. He did right. That
9: right and he you know i'm not understanding why he because i saw another body cam where he was so quick to he just seemed very cocky to me which i get it but like the mayor said and a lot of people are saying a missing license plate should have never ended in a fatal shooting like, how are you, how are you, you know, talking to someone, and it's almost like he had his gun, or his hand on the gun, where, you know, when he was talking, and he had the door closed, soon as it, soon as he closed the door, um, Sam, that is, soon as he closed the door, it's almost like sensing had his hand on the gun, because he's mad now. And, wants to do something about it and it's like why are you so trigger happy where you feel like you need to have your hand on the gun you're going around uh, excuse me about the wrong way at that point in time i get it but i don't agree with them uh patrolling the regular streets anyway you know and i'm glad that they're taking that off they're only going to patrol uc from now on um from here on out. But during the press conference, Dieter said they're thinking about having C P D um have a district six
3: for yeah, the they talk C, And I like getting C cops <laughs> <laughs> and then it's making it yeah. a regular yeah. Which, you know, yeah. I don't know if to me the agenda kind of seems more like, well let's just blame it on U C cops when I think it's bigger than U C cops. I think it's cops in general and not all cops because I, yes. I I'm i not for the inside. I don't think all cops are bad. But I think a lot of them are and a lot of them are getting passes. It's not just UC cops that are reckless. It's other cops all over the country that are reckless. Let's well, not Absolutely. just try to be like, this college campus thing. Nah, dog. we seen Rambo in uh, Texas trying to go after them kids Yeah, not long ago. And he was losing his damn mind, trigger-happy shooting that little kid. So it's not just a campus situation. But let me let Officer Chris do, because we got nine minutes. So thank you, Bucks, for calling in. We love you, boo. Bye, everybody. OK, I'm going to let Officer Chris talk for a couple minutes, then we're going to wrap it up. What's up, Popo? going
8: on? What up? We're
3: going to let you <laughs> be our final caller. So I know you heard. I want to let you hear the conversation before I let you back through. So do you have any thoughts, any comments you want to say?
8: Yeah, I'm gonna touch on a few spots. We'll right, start with the. Uh, we we pulled a race card on everything. Believe me, everything. I'm a black officer. I've arrested many of people, many of black people, that use that race card. Just, I mean, and they committed the crime, and they still use the race card. So that we use that on everything. It don't matter whether it's justified or not. Secondly, racism do exist. There are racist white cops, no doubt about it. There are also a lot of racist black citizens, too. Even some of the people who talked on here today refer to white people as white boy. Now, if you call a black, a white person called a black boy black boy, then they're racist, correct? So it's got to go both ways. You can't, why are they calling white people that's, white that's, boy? That's
4: true. That's, 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 that's Jim Crow. we'll go hang on the reps, brother. Go ahead.
8: And, and there's, there's the one that calls him white boy. <laughs> he got racist tendencies just like some of these uh, white officers. Um, let's see. With the other, um, everybody talking about making the change. Why don't some of these people who are angry about this stuff go out and sign, out, sign up to be a firefighter or a police officer and try to get into some of these positions? But none of them will do that. They'll just post stuff on Facebook every time something happens. You know, it's easier for them to talk behind a computer than to actually go out and try to make a change. I see that a lot. Um, I'll never take up for a, a bad shooting. This was a bad shooting, no doubt. The officer deserved to be in jail where he's at. Um, some of the other ones have been bad shootings also, and I'll never take up for that. Um, That's what it's not like a lot world, of
4: brother.
8: Even though I just said I don't take up for it, right?
4: Yeah, but, but the, the first five minutes, you just start talking. It seemed like you were taking up for it because you're talking about us calling white people boys. That's that's besides the point. You know what I'm saying?
8: I've only been talking that's for right. thirty seconds. You got you got white. You you do have race. You have racist tendencies, just like the white officers got racist tendencies. Racism will go black, both ways. It don't just go one way. Black
4: person, a black person in America cannot be racist. To be a racist, you have to have power to 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 push your agenda forward. We have no power in this country. Can we be prejudiced? Absolutely. Racist? No. We cannot be racist. Okay. We have to look. We have to look up the word "racist" and understand what that word means, brother. So, right. no, I'm
8: not racist. So, okay. I, okay. You have racist tendencies. The white kid just got his butt beat a couple of weeks ago now downtown by forty black people. Right? They whooped him because he was a white kid. They have racist tendencies. It is what it is. It go both ways. A lot, pe- a, a lot of That's people. A lot of people are naive. A lot of people are naive to what's really going on out here on the street. Okay. There's a lot of. Uh, people that y'all take up for that's out here carrying guns and shooting and robbing people, and then Nobody you know y'all take
0: y'all
8: y'all will say after police one week and then the next week while they kicking in y'all door y'all gonna call nine one one and hope we get there in twenty seven. So it go both ways, man. It, it can't just go one way. You know you need to. Do you attend any of these uh, meetings or community meetings that they have about this uh, these situations? What's that? Sir? Do you attend any I of these community should... meetings? community I'm, meetings
4: I'm that they very, have. I'm, I'm very I'm very active in my community, whether I live in or uh, Chicago, Cincinnati, Columbus right now, yeah, I'm I'm very active. Uh-huh. I know all of my local elected officials. They know me on a first name basis. They see me and my okay. sons walking the streets all the time. So I'm not that and dude. Chicago that Chicago's a
8: murder capital, correct?
4: So they say, absolutely. So they Okay, say. well we
8: need to get
4: more and more who, people need to who? go out. And who's to say? More, and who's to say that? Uh, who's to say a lot of those killings aren't being instigated by the police? I, it's council people in Chicago that say that as well. So again, we can't take for what we hear on on the mainstream media. Well, I don't I don't style. take for what I
8: hear. I take for what I see with my own two eyes every week. Okay, I see a lot of disrespect coming from uh, black people, no matter what age they are. I've seen fourteen year olds kill people. Okay, so don't That's don't who? bring that. They're young kids. They're just babies. None of that stuff. Because these people I, I are fourteen years that. old, carrying that. guns and shooting people. So it go, all, all I'm simply saying is it go both ways. They don't just go one way. Okay. Well, I'm just letting you know that racism go both ways, and it's pe- and they not making up. People are not making up these stats. You're
4: incorrect. People are not making up these crime stats either. Look up People are not making
8: up these crime stats, man. It's people out here really committing crime. So don't don't
4: 90, 90, underestimate 90%, what's going on out here. 90% of white homicides is at the hands of another white person, which means it's a. An and, and it's, it's probably the same,
8: it's probably the the same world numbers world. as black on black crime, too. It's like 90%. It's an,
4: alarming, it's an alarming difference. We're talking about 14% of the population of black people versus 80% of the population of white people. So it's way more white on white crime in this country than black on black crime but you only hear about black-on-black crime because that's what the media wants to push down your throat, brother. Look up the meaning of the word well, racist, man. I don't, we can I don't need to see the media. It's not about the street.
8: media to me. I see it with my own two eyes every week. It's not about the media. I actually see it happen in the Faye. I see it happening in the Faye. I see it happening in the Faye. I see it in Wind Terrace. I see it on every street in Price Hill in Westwood. So it's not the media for me. It's, I actually see this stuff, okay? So... None of that, the media, matters to me. I actually see this stuff and deal with these people. There's a lot of disrespect coming both ways, and there's a lot of racist tendencies from both sides. It's it's bad white officers, and it's bad black citizens. So, I, I mean, I'm not going to allow you just make black people, all black people, victims, because they're not all victims.
4: I, did, I didn't say that one time on this show, brother. I never would say that. I never would say that. I never would say that. Okay. I just wanted to get that
8: across. Yeah.
4: All right, Ms. Icandy, that's
5: all that, I had to get out. Hold on, but, okay. but even with that said, though, Officer Chris, like, that still doesn't make it right. Even if a uh, officer, like, kills a rapist, but if he was unarmed and he didn't it, desire to be killed in that manner, like, in that incident, it doesn't make it right, even though that he You're was right. That's
8: why, that's why I opened up what I said, about I don't agree with that. I said the shooting was right. bad. I said I don't agree with that. You're right about that.
4: So we shouldn't even be having these sidebar conversations. We should be talking about the subject at hand. is black people unarmed getting killed by white cops. That's the whole purpose of this, right, show, you mean. know what I'm saying? Yeah. We know it's bad black people in the world, and we know we kill ourselves. That's not what we're talking about. If I shoot you right yeah, now, you, whether you're a cop or not, I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail, and it's not happening. You're right, you should. One of my partners, got killed last month.
8: Yeah, One of my partners just got
4: killed here last month.
10: Yeah, Eric, Eric <laughs>
8: Gardner got killed
4: a couple months ago, and the man that killed him is still walking.
8: George Zimmerman. You're right, that's a bad him. shooting. You and also said Jordan every cop. Zimmerman you you also said every cop. You you said every single cop is bad, which is the most ridiculous thing I heard on this show today. I listened and, and to the whole show. You and, 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 black, and, and You said every single cop is what is bad.
4: That's that's right. the dumbest that's, thing I heard on the show today. That's my opinion. And you said some dumb stuff. I don't agree with neither, but that's my personal opinion. Because if, okay, you're you, you know it's, if you're a cop and you know it's bad cops out there, you're not doing nothing about it, and you just, you're just as guilty as they
8: are. Okay, you know but you sit behind a TV screen and, and come up with your opinions. I actually see these people with my own two eyes, okay? I interact with them. So while you sleep in your bed at night, I'm actually out here on the street dealing with them. So I'm not going to allow you to just get your points across and think they're right because they ain't. You said a lot of stuff that's that don't make like no again, sense on the show.
4: Again, and you said some stuff that don't make no sense neither, brother. But guess okay, what? That's your opinion, opinion, but I also see like it. I have my Exactly. No, it's not my opinion. I actually deal you with do. it. Why you? You, you okay. act like you okay. <laughs> act like you. Course, you go out there, brother. You made a decision to go out there to protect and serve. We didn't. We didn't make you go do that, brother. So don't act like you doing it because you you have to. You made a decision to do that, brother. That's, You're I, right. That's and it's people like you that
8: think every cop show. is bad. But if you if you get robbed tomorrow, who you gonna call?
4: You're going to I don't. I don't even know who you are. Lolo. I don't even fool you gonna with y'all. You're
5: going to call Ray that. Ray and Lolo. They're going to take you to the show. <laughs> I don't even fool with y'all like
4: that,
8: for real. All right. Real. I'll do it. Just like All right, well, hey, we got another, that's another that's caller.
3: It's getting great, but thanks, Officer Chris, for calling me in. I appreciate it. Okay, 513-526. Stay safe, Officer Chris. love you, bro. <laughs> 513-526 who's calling they dropped all oh, you chicken boo-boo <laughs> okay I gotta come here with us call in but we got to wrap this up so this is the thing um I like that there was a debate. I like that, you know what I mean? We get to hear, you know, what some of the police are saying. Well, a police officer that's actually in Cincinnati is saying he's dealing with it. And we get it. I, I hear what Brother Insight is saying, too. I'm not, I'm not going to say all cops are bad because I don't think all police officers are bad. But I do feel like, I do understand what Brother Insight is saying as far as you know there's some bad cops. You might work with some bad cops. You might see a cop doing bad, but... You know what I mean? You're not saying nothing. Just like in this situation, the cop lied. He flat out lied. More than one. And not just one. More than this, one. And then the, it was two other officers that had. Like, yeah, yeah I said, it happened. It. Yeah, but it didn't happen. So my thing is, you weren't the one that shot him, but you was condoning it lying, saying you saw some shit that didn't happen. When this man killed somebody, cold blood for no reason so i get what brother Inside is saying as far as if you see bad stuff going on but you're not going to say nothing about it you know it's it's it kind of makes you jacked up too but at the same time you know these guys got to eat they got jobs too and this that's how they make a living so i guess you know well, i don't I, is- I, I, I don't think that every cop is bad but i think
5: that the the institution uh, the, like the 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 way that the whole like organization as a whole, may need to be revamped. Not may; it needs to start like the government. And then the, we that we press. If we go into that, then may if the government gotta come in. And then the government, and then we don't have local. So I don't know what needs to happen, but something needs to happen. Something needs to happen, and not just hashtag, lives matter. If I see that Black Lives Matter hashtag again to somebody that that's all they do, I'm I'm challenging everybody to. Do something active. Like, if it's just like, I didn't walk the streets to get people registered to vote. Like, I've done it. I I, I don't just talk about it. I be about it. So I can say this. Like, I challenge you to do something. And they're right. Like, if we not voting. Like, I, I hate when people just always complain. Like, I have one friend, and that's all they do is just, yak, yeah, 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 these people, this. But then they don't vote. Shut up. You know what I'm saying? If you're not gonna do something to try to change, at least get out there, do something. Knock on people's doors. I don't know. Do something.
3: Okay. All right. So Brother Insight, let's wrap this up. What? Give me give me some solutions. Reese, like is, do you do? Is, is no, Reach had to go. She had to go. Okay. All
4: right. I'm she's so, I don't want to be with to the
3: I need solutions before we go. So, what can we do? What, like, where does we go from here? You know what I mean? Like, we got Sandra Bland, who that was some bullshit <laughs> just recently. So now it's not just the brothers; it's the sisters too. Because even after you know Sandra Bland came out, I have read about eight different women that's been killed, like for nothing. So, like, what do we do? What, what do we do? Because I mean, I honestly, in, in, in I because they have in Cleveland. Scared. Julie is terrified if I see a police officer I'm scared like you know what I mean it's like it's bad I was rolling with Bucks the other day and she ain't put her signal on I was like girl you ain't put your time signal what the hell is wrong with you We are gonna get locked up and she was like where's house out for real like it's real out here and we shouldn't be afraid of the police officers like that but that's the reality we live in that's what we deal with you know what I'm saying what else am I supposed to do but be afraid of them
4: that's real and, and and it hurt my heart, man. But a couple months ago, me and my homie, Minister Inky, y'all know us, we do a lot of lectures across the country and, and going and trying to, you know, give information to the community. Um, and me and him and my oldest son was in the car. We was here in Columbus going to Ohio State University to see one of our elders who was in a hospital. And I was speeding. Mm-hmm. I was there wrong. I, You know what I'm saying? I admit, I was speeding. I got pulled over, and my 9-year-old uh, son said, Daddy, is the police going to shoot us? And I'm like, son, I was speeding. Hopefully I just get a speeding ticket and he let us go. I couldn't tell him my son, no, because I don't know if this officer going to shoot me or not. I would, I would like to say no. You know what I'm saying? I, I would like to hope that I wouldn't get shot for a speeding ticket. You know what I mean? But the fact that he's nine-year-old and he's worried about his father, as well as himself, because he's in the car with me at that point getting shot because his father was speeding. Yes, I was breaking the law, but does that mean my nine-year-old should be worried about his father losing his life because he's driving while black? That's, the conversation that we have to have. Now, you, you talked about solutions. It's a lot of things we can do. First off, Brian Keith brought up some some good points. If you have corrupt judges, if you have, you know, co- corrupt city officials, you need to vote these people out because if you're not voting anybody that I know that knows, you know, I always talk about local elections. Part of the elections that matter. I, I really, not, I'm really not that fond of national elections because your vote really doesn't carry that much weight. But when it comes to local election, your weight carries, uh, your vote carries a lot of weight. So we have to become familiar um, with getting ourselves reacquainted acquainted with that voting booth. Second, you need to sit down and talk to these people, your elected officials. Get out and start talking to the cops. Over in the, in, in the Mount Vernon area here in Columbus, I know cops on a first name basis. Because we have a Saturday school program in that area where we, um, you know, mentor children from K through fifth grade. And my partner, Malcolm Cash, works with the sixth through twelfth graders. So the brother's saying, what, do you know the people? And I ain't want to get into a a, a match with trying to say what I do. People that know me know I do the work. I just don't talk. So I know officers on a first-name basis. And they're respectful dudes. And the same things I'm saying on this show, I've told them. Just like uh, a couple months ago, it was two brothers in L.A. that got fired because they was whistleblowers. They was telling on cops. That was doing bad and corrupt things and they got fired how many other brothers other police officers came to their aid to get them their job back zero look up the case don't take my word for it so when I talk about these cops you know what I mean having the oath to protect and serve yeah they're protecting and serving what's in their best interest and again all we saying was this conversation yes it's black-on-black crime yes it's, it's, it's horrible it shouldn't be happening you know what I'm saying but again the whole point of this conversation tonight was about another unarmed black person being shot by, shot by a white cop. That's the whole point of the show. And I think the officer lost focus with that. That's why he wanted to talk about other things. We know our our, 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 our problems. we black. We're in the community. We know our issues. We're not, we not running from that. But we will not stand silent about white cops killing black people. And neither should he or any other cop for that matter. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's funny mm-hmm. how the conversation always goes to what we aren't doing. No, we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about our lives being taken for no reason. Now they're starting to shoot our – they've already been shooting our children and their brothers. Now they're shooting our women. You know what I mean? So we, hey. we got to just stop this, man. Get, get acquainted with your local officials. Get out there. Get, get on a first-name basis with these people. My grandma used to – and my, my people in my family know when we lived in Chicago, my grandma knew all the police officers in our neighborhood on a first-name basis. And they knew her name. You know what I mean? So we have to get back into knowing these cats and holding them accountable for when they make these types of decisions. And then once you get a chance to do those types of things, they need to make it to where you have to live in that jurisdiction or live in the city limits to patrol the people in that area. Because if you don't know or understand the people, how can you patrol? And that's right. my two cents. That's what's up. All right. And shout out and shout out and shout out to Officer Chris. Man, I hope he's still listening, man. It's no, it's no love lost. I love you, my brother. You put yourself in harm's rate every night. You know what I'm saying? And and I pray for you to have continued safety. But you know, we have to hold y'all feet to the fire, man. When y'all mess up, it's like y'all hold y'all hold our feet to the fire when we mess up. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not looking for cats to be apologetic for these dudes when they do wrong. You kill somebody that's unarmed. You deserve whatever criticism is coming your way. Plain and simple.
3: Right. I agree. That's what's up. Well, it starts with this conversation. Hopefully, you guys continue on. Um, like I said, I'm I, I'm not forgiving nobody right now. So y'all can you know miss me with that one. <laughs> miss me with that? Exactly. Miss
0: I'm not gonna do that.
3: it. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. But um, we'll be back Friday, me and Miss up for Eye Candy After Dark. So check us out. And Brother Insight has a show on Tuesdays, um, where I'm a little upset music show, I Am Music, and they're they're selecting the best top 25 R&B albums of all time, so make sure you guys check him out. Chick Chat's up on YouTube. Um, We all on social media, so you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and stuff. Just hit us up and go to the website, www.icandypro, to get all that information guys love each other love your babies love your wives love your men i promise you we got like a big ass target on our backs as a black community and you never know what's going to happen so why you got ten ten, 10 10 15
4: 10 meet us in dc on the on the national mall with minister louis farrakhan the nation of islam the the, the uh jamal harrison bryant the black preachers to be out there we all come together we putting all that stuff to the side of you a black man and you got black children, and you love yourself and you love your family. Come holler at us, man! It's gonna be powerful. We got a caravan of brothers from Columbus going. I know some cats from Cincinnati, a lot of brothers from Chicago. So call and get with us, man! Let's go out there and let's be. Well, but make sure y'all being us.
3: safe, cause they gonna get all black men in one area at a time. That's a target too. So well, they y'all said be.
4: That, they said that before. Yeah, they said that back in 1995, and it was like over three and a half million people there. They ain't gonna do nothing, man. So we we good. We we got nope, we I- got we got God on our side. That's right. That.
3: That's what's up. Well, Like you said, y'all brothers go there. We're going to get us a system march coming soon, because right? we got <laughs> yeah, targets yeah, yeah. on our need to get this going, too. But like I said, check me and Miss Smoker out Friday. we going to go. I just got home from the gym, and this is supposed to be an hour show, and you see it went over. So we love y'all. We thank you guys for calling in and for your input. And, you know, whenever stuff like this happens, I do last minute. We'll throw it together, because some stuff needs to be talked about. And we just got to do it. So we did our job, and we're going to keep doing it. Like Brother Insight said, we're not just going to talk about it, we're going to be about it. So meet me on these streets, y'all. I'm not going to be no cop, but I will, you know, talk to the community. So I will talk to y'all later. I love y'all. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to y'all Friday. Deuces.